Welcome to Tis Tour. Welcome to Tis Talk. This is a podcast coming from Tisbury, Wiltshire and surrounding villages. I'm Julianne Murphy. And I'm Mary Myers. I'm here with a man who celebrated his 88th birthday a few weeks ago and is very happy to share some of his unique wartime memories of a childhood spent in Tisbury. My name is Derek Tucker and uh, my grandparents came to Tisbury in 1928 and he took over the crown in, in Church Street and my parents came with him and they took it over in 1935 when I was born in February 35. Yeah. And we had it until 1961, which is 33 years. Five and 48, which was Dunkirk. And all the soldiers came back to Tisbury. And we had soldiers billeted in the, the club room it, it, in the Crown. Okay. They used to wash outside of our kitchen, the Wiltshire Regiment. And they were billeted in the union, the old workhouse, which is... Uh, here in, in Monmouth Hill as well. The old workhouse was still standing in those days. Oh, yes, it wasn't knocked down until 69. The bottom of the there, there was three Nissen huts and a searchlight in the field below, which was Roger Stadden sawmills at the time, and uh, they used to shine the light onto the church clock to know the time, and there was a gun in the... Uh, field as well because they were protecting the railway line because uh, the Germans were trying to find Chilmark ammunition dump. They used to follow the railway line up to try and find it. Yeah, And one, one plane came up and a machine gun, the toilets, was an old galvanised shed below Chantry which belonged to Palmetters at the time. Did you have to help your parents in the pub? Oh yes. Um, my father had a taxi service and he had the only car in Church Street and he used to do taxi service uh, because in the wartime, all the big houses, their cars were laid up. They couldn't get the petrol, but as he had a, um, a taxi before the war, it was allowed so much petrol. So we used to pick the cooks and other people up from the big houses and take them to the station on their days off and that's... Yeah. Okay. So with the pub and the, and the taxi service, my mother spent a lot of time behind the bar because Dad was out doing other work and that. So yeah. And you, you and your brother were free to run around. Well, yeah. If you weren't helping in the bar. Well, yeah. So so we had um, we used to breed rabbits, and uh, used to sell them to the butchers for nightpence. <laughs> Did you? And we had pigeons, uh, a dog. And we had bantams. Well, all out the back of the, yeah. the the crown. Yeah, and they used to fly up on the roof, the bantams, and go over into the churchyard to do the grass and that. Yeah, so our, we had a little border terrier we used to take everywhere with this sort of thing, you know. Because right? we used to go out to the Fontal Lake and the other side of the lake, there was um, 1,100 Americans during the war. Um, came in forty four. And um, they were out at Fort of Camp, 1,100 of them. It was, it was the 55th uh, um, military. And uh, they, they did the training and they were always in the 
the pubs and we used to go out there and they used to give us um, uh, oranges and chocolate and things. Were they nice to you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, And they used to come into the dances in Tisbury and that. And uh, so Tisbury had no cars, but there was always armoury lorries and jeeps and everything. And, and there was dances in the Victoria Hall and that. So, yeah, Fonto left in, on D-Day. Patrick Kennedy came back to, to Tisbury in, in 2004. There's a plaque on the War Memorial. Oh, he was one of these yeah. GIs, was yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And he, he came back to Tisbury. And was he an American soldier that befriended you? Yeah, and he used to come in the Crown, and I've got a dollar bill with him, a lot of signatures on, which was January 44, before they went off to D-Day. And when they, after D-Day, they went on to the Battle of the Bulge. And they fought in the Battle of the Bulge. We, the British, the Airborne were at Pitt House. And uh, they all went to Arnhem. Oh, did they? Because they used to sit on the wall, they used to go on the route march and sit on the wall outside the Crown and that. And I used to go over the wall because the grass was long in those days and pick up all the glasses and stuff. And the the ones in the crown uh, there made my me and my brother uniforms. Next week, Derek sees tanks rolling up the high street, a plane crashes, and more memories of a life in Tisbury. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. I visited Soul Bakery last Sunday morning. Bye bye, safe journey. Lovely to meet you. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. That is really nice. Yeah, yeah and the latte. Scary. Great. <laughs> Are these made here? They are. Oh, they look really good. Thank you. That is Mr Murphy and I about to enjoy some coffee and cinnamon buns at Seoul Bakery and Cafe. If you haven't heard or come across Seoul, it is situated in an old petrol station on the edge of Chickglade on the A303. Parking, of course, is easy, and as we pulled up, the look of the place reminded me of an American diner. But Seoul is as far removed from a burger joint as I am from winning an Olympic gold for gymnastics, and even further removed from what it probably was in its former life, one of those dreary, grubby, uninspiring eateries that litter our motorways and A-roads. What greets you on entry is a clean, white and unpretentious interior. Some pictures on the walls that don't quite make sense until you find out why them. And a group of cheerful, welcoming women behind the counter who take your order and then deliver it to your table. At the end of the room is a glass divide that lets you see into where the baking takes place. On a table by the counter was a last fresh sourdough loaf baked that morning. Obviously those in the know had been in before us and hoovered up all the bread, so only one lone loaf remained. But on the counter was a plate of freshly made cinnamon buns, looking so lush and moist and huge that Mr Murphy and I looked at each other and in that moment I just knew, no matter how huge, 
I was not going to share one, not even with the man I shared the children with. One of those buns was going to be all for me. With 30 years of marriage knowledge behind him, so no words were needed, Mr Murphy ordered two cinnamon buns alongside a latte and a cappuccino. Listeners, what can I say? Those buns lived up to their promise. The coffee was excellent. The atmosphere was charming because all the customers were smiling and the staff were smiling and we were smiling. Before we left, a group of four came in wearing trackies and fleeces, the comfy clothes of the long road traveller, probably heading for London. Hours of driving still to go, with Cornwall a distant memory. I could see on their faces as soon as they walked in, they knew they had discovered that rarest of things, a British roadside service gem. The stress fell away from their faces. They smiled. We all smiled back. I hope to go back to Seoul soon, and probably for a proper lunch. And we'll find out why there are pictures of Argentinian footballers on the walls and empanadas on the menu. I think there lies a clue. And by the way, Mr Murphy couldn't leave without buying that last loaf of bread. It was wonderful. Follow us on Instagram at TizTalkRadio. Here's Liz Colcamp with the week's What's Ons. English language organisation English Naturally is looking for host families in Tisbury to put up foreign students who are studying English language courses. There are good rates paid if you can provide a spare room. The telephone number to call is 01962 Tisbus has a shopping trip on Tuesday to Salisbury. There's more information about that and to book your seat on the Tisbus website. Tisbury Youth Club also gets together on Tuesday late afternoon from 5 till 7 in the evening at their clubhouse, which is up behind the swimming pool. The Youth Club is for ages 10 to 18 and you need to contact Zeta Hooper on 07840 90 or go to the Tisbury Local Youth Network's Facebook page. There's walking football from 10 to 11 in the morning at the NADA Centre on Wednesday, and that's £3 a session. And don't forget, it's the last uh, few Lenten lunches this Wednesday in March. They're at the Methodist Hall on the High Street, and the ladies of Tisbury will be serving up homemade soup, bread and cheese from 12 noon. It's all free, but donations to Salisbury Hospice are most welcome. Tisbury Memory Group also meets in the Hinton Hall from 10 till 12 noon on Wednesday. Tea, coffee and home-baked cakes served. Everyone welcome. Contact Anne-Marie on 07704783742. This has another shopping trip on Thursday. That's to Gillingham. And also, if you're a Harry Potter or Downton Abbey or a Pride and Prejudice film buff... Tisbus is organising a trip on April the 5th to the National Trust Laycock Abbey, where these films were shot. So to book your seat for either trip and door-to-door pickup, contact Dave Miles on 07500 80 25 25.
Rabbithouse Tennis Club is running morning tennis camps for children during the Easter holidays from the 4th to the 6th of April, and that's for ages 6 to 15. The timing of the classes starts at 9.30 and runs till 12.30 in the afternoon. You can book online on the club's website, which is pithouseclub.co.uk. Tisbury Horticultural Society is holding its Spring Flower Show and Plant Stall on Saturday the 25th of March in the Victoria Hall at the New Vic at Tisbury. And this is your opportunity to enjoy some of the glorious colours and scents of early spring on the stage in the hall, which members have been nurturing all year. The Flower Show opens at 2.30 in the afternoon and presentations will be made at 3.30. If you are a member and would like to enter the show, contact the Secretary on 01747 87 14 60. Who doesn't love Giacomo Puccini's highly charged aria, Nessum Dorma? Well, you can hear it on Saturday night in the opera Turandot, from where the song actually originates. It's being live-streamed into the Victoria Hall at the New Vic at Tisbury. This is an exclusive stream performance from the Royal Opera House in Covent Garden. The performance is conducted by Antonio Papano and produced by Andre Serban. The opera itself is set in China and follows the Prince Calaf, who falls in love with the very cold princess Turandot, with challenging consequences. But can love conquer all? Tickets, £12.50, can be booked online at thenewvictisbury.com or call 0300 30 23090. Doors open at 6.45 and there's a great value bar serving very good wine. On Sunday, why not take a leisurely spring walk over to Messam's at Place Farm to see their ceramics exhibition, which goes on throughout this month, celebrating contemporary ceramics. Messam's is profiling a number of significant practitioners' works, including Thiebaud Chaguet's Wood Firing in Action and Sandrine Bringard's Splash. Fans of Lawrence Edwards' sculptures also still have time to see his Australian exhibition. That's a gathering of uncertainties at Messam's until the 16th of April. Well, that's all from me. Have a great week. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. That's all from us this week. So we've been Mary Myers and Julianne Murphy and special contributor Liz Cole Camp. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on tistalkradio at gmail.com. You can listen every week to a new episode of Tis Talk. And you can find any episode you've missed at tistalk.buzzsprout.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Tistalk, that's all one word. And also look out for us on the Nextdoor app. And now also on Instagram on Tistalk Radio. So do listen in next week for more stories from Tisbury. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.